0: Do you like all things spooky? How about chilling stories that have you reaching for the covers? In this podcast, we're going under the covers to delve into all things from chilling haunts to your worst nightmares. I'm Morgan. And I'm Emily. And this is why we don't Don't sleep alone. alone. So, if you've never heard of the Sunland Hospital before, I'll go ahead and give you some background kind of information about it. So, around 1952, when tuberculosis was in the peak of its pandemic, all throughout the state of Florida, W.T. Edwards Tuberculosis Hospitals were being built and dedicated specifically to tuberculosis patients and getting them back to health. Um, The buildings were all built kind of like basically the same way, it was kind of really creepy, but... Um, there were like these huge windows everywhere that could like crack open, but there were also corridors with like small rooms with like no windows and stuff like that, which I guess could be like a, like a, like a checkup room or something or yeah, storage. I feel like that would also be a thing. Um, so after they created antibiotics strong enough to tackle the sickness, they no longer really needed these hospitals and they were kind of like shut down for a little bit. Um, but not very long after, Florida turned these buildings into mental hospitals called Sunlands. And this was like the whole mental health kick that they kind of got back then in the 60s, where they thought that it was important, but they didn't really know how to execute it just yet. So the in 1961, the divisions of Sunland Training Centers was established on the Board of Commissioners. And this division was in charge Basically, of the tuberculosis hospitals into sunlight like transforming them into the mental hospitals and keeping them in check, making sure they're following guidelines, making sure that they're holding up to the standards that they should have been holding up to. Um, And just a specific note, the one in Orlando was built specifically for just mental hospital, right? Like it wasn't a former tuberculosis hospital, correct?
1: They turned all of the tuberculosis hospitals into the mental hospitals, but they built one specifically for Sunlin, and that was the one in Orlando. And that one literally only lived as a Sunlin because it ended up getting torn down later on, which we'll get more into. So its entire lifetime was just a mental hospital. Sure. Uh, So the centers were kind of a good idea at first, um, they started out being equipped with a lot of activities for patients to do and were even known as little cities.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. So like these people were like, I guess, seemingly comfortable. Like they had yes. amenities still and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, it seems like that kind of on the outside, but I mean, mm. it's the same thing of like when you first open a restaurant, everything's nice and clean, but then True. two weeks into it, if no one's cleaned, yeah, you're going to fail like your health inspection. Um, so Originally, they had like housing and apartments for doctors and nurses so they could live on the premises Mm -hmm. and have like a nice place to live. Um, It's probably a little bit more affordable and closer to your workplace so you can sleep more, which is nice. Um, They also had more activities for patients. So they had things like pools, shuffleboard, and they would even get visits from like the Boy Scouts and the governor sometime. From the governor? Yeah. So he was kind of like a celebrity at the time. I guess, I mean, back then people used to be proud of, you know, their state and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, you know, whatever floats your boat. Uh, But unfortunately, these hospitals didn't go strong for very long. They ended up being understaffed and underfunded, which led to really poor work ethic and low respect for the facility and their patients. So I heard that there were even like roaches
0: and rats in the building. Like they had like a serious like problem with like the infestations. Like I know that people like recalled waking up with um, rats like in their crib. Yep. And then you had people who like reported that there were cockroaches so aplenty that they would trigger the fire alarm, which is so creepy crawly, and gross and disgusting. And that makes me kind of want to throw up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I literally just moved into that new apartment and there was a single roach on the wall and when there's one, There are many. Yeah, and I was absolutely terrified of it. And the other day, Dylan asked me why there's a flip-flop on the bookshelf. (laughs) And I told him it was because I still am too afraid to clean the flip-flop. So I can't imagine there being so many roaches that they're literally getting so thick underneath the fire alarm that it's setting it off. Which is absolutely disgusting and goes to show that they really did have these underpaid workers that didn't care Mm -hmm. and so i mean if you're not getting paid enough and you're understaffed and working too hard why keep the place clean? i feel like this is
0: a common theme because you see this in like nursing homes too Mm -hmm. which is really really sad same thing for a mental hospital as well very very sad because these people can't take care of themselves so like i wish they could just i i know the funding probably wasn't there but yep you got to be a good person to deal with that because I'm sure it's for the people who are you know taking care of these you know mentally unstable people or the the older people. I'm sure they're not always nice to them, but like it's not really their fault. They're not like in the right right state of mind. So I can kind of get why they would be badly treated, but I hate that it's a common theme in nursing homes and mental hospitals. It's just really really sad.
1: There's just no accountability for. Them to be taking care of the patients. I mean, your mm-hmm. patients aren't going to do anything back to you because they're not exactly going to be fully coherent all the time, you know. And, and who's going to believe exactly? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, people that are getting thrown into these mental hospitals and stuff like that, it was a roach motel for them, yeah, meaning they checked in and would never check out because families didn't necessarily know how to handle the mentally ill Mm -hmm. or, you know, autistic kids and stuff like that. So if you don't know how to handle it and you don't want to. They also didn't have access to all the resources that we have now
0: either. Like I can look up a YouTube video on how to, you know, parent an autistic child. Right. Like in the sixties, there was none of that.
1: Exactly. And going back to just some of these people were just not there at all you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like some nurses even recount hearing their bodies thunking in the bathrooms and like in the showers because they were showered on these hard concrete slabs and to clean them they would just you know flip them on the other side
0: absolutely terrible
1: and you just hear their bodies thunk because I mean you know how some even autistic kids are and stuff like that Mm -hmm. they don't have
0: the reflexes to kind of like you know, brace themselves for that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So they just hear these bodies thunking everywhere and just the sanitation was disgusting throughout. Yeah. Like you were saying there, there was the rat problem. There was the roach problem and it was just overall awful. And they even say that the surgical areas were like really bad, but depending on what you read, Mm. -hmm. There's a surgical area in some, like, places, and there's a surgical area in not all the places, so it really just depends on what you read. Yeah. Uh, I feel like
0: whoever traveled or had to be sent to those medical, you know, surgical rooms probably didn't come back out the same person or just didn't come back at all. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of, like, gathering from all this stuff.
1: <clears throat> so over
0: 400 patients just at the Orlando facility had gastric feeding tubes, um, and these nurses and all these people taking care of them would actually push, like, cereal-like food through these tubes, which I'm no medical professional, but I feel like <laughs> one should not go in the other.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like, I mean, we eat cereal a lot. We're avid yeah. cereal eaters. And sometimes we... You could call me
0: a serial, with a C, killer. Yep. <laughs> but not a serial, like an S, serial killer.
1: But a... That's a really good joke, Morgan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, did you get that from, like, Facebook or something? I found it on a t-shirt, actually. Yeah, you're so cool. I...
0: I'm glad you see it because, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people like just don't see me like that. You yeah. know, like they don't see like the real me, like mm-hmm. the true me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I definitely I hear you on that. But you know, when you eat cereal and it gets really soggy, and then you know you just don't want to eat anymore, that's what I imagine them shoving into those tubes.
0: <laughs> Probably, and that really just does not sound appetizing to me at all. Mm. So with these conditions and the abuse, it became like really common for patients to have deformities like respiratory infections, skin diseases, urinary tract infections, and nutritional deficiencies. Because they probably weren't getting all the meals that they needed and they probably also weren't, were not getting Nutri- cleaned yeah. the way that they probably should have. Like basic hygiene was probably not being met with most of these patients.
1: And weren't they like staying in kind of weird conditions as well.
0: Yeah, they were staying in cribs. So yes, you did hear me right correctly <laughs> the first time. Like, they like they would put adults in cribs. Okay. Or, like, crib-like beds. So it did have, like, the high... Like, so they couldn't get out, basically, at night. They also uh... kept children in kennels. So that's also another side note that's pretty important. Like, these just were not ideal living conditions for these patients. Like, yes, they were crazy... But I feel like they should not have been treated the way that they were, which I feel like during this time they were kind of, if you were seen with a deformity or any sort of like mental deformity as well, being, you know, whatever kind of crazy, um, you were kind of like outcasted. Like you weren't part of the group anymore. So I kind of, I feel really bad for just the kids in the kennels and the parents in the cribs, but at least the parents are in a crib. Not a freaking cage. Well, adults, not necessarily parents. Oh yeah, I guess so. Or are you just thinking about your kid? I'm just thinking about my kid, and it kind of makes me sick.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you hear a crib, and you're like, huh? Levi, <laughs> Levi. <laughs> he doesn't sleep
0: <stick laughs> in a crib anymore because he's like
1: a big boy. He's too big. He's been too big since, like, a year and a half ago when he was six months old.
0: (laughs) Um, So all of these kind of, like, underlying diseases and all these underlying kind of, like, deformities and whatnot were very common things to see at all of the Sunland Centers. But the one in particular that really stands out is the one in Tallahassee. Um, so here, um, specifically in Tallahassee, the abuse was just on a whole other level. And some speculate that it was because that this was the only, uh, facility specifically that took both the physically and the mentally disabled. So they had, they had both things to kind of like deal with and to be challenged with and every other one was specifically for the mentally disabled.
1: Oh, okay. So, among
0: everything else that we've said about these facilities, um, they also had like inadequately prepared food. There were overcrowding of the cottages, inactivity of the children. So, they were kind of just like sitting around all day, not getting their exercise. Um, they had unsanitary conditions, poor dental services, and unacceptable and torturous hygienic practices, like showering them on the concrete slab. Just not, again, not ideal for any living person
1: right but specifically at the tallahassee location these were the few factors that stood out compared to all the other locations Mm -hmm. none of the locations were doing well yeah but in the tallahassee they just had like magnified worst locations and it was just awful but going back to our orlando facility now Patients were abused mentally and physically, like, all the time. Um, In fact, it was the first facility in Florida to use electroshock therapy to treat seizures. But they also used it for other reasons. Interesting. So it was kind of just, they were experimenting. Yeah. And, you know, electroshock therapy actually can still be used today.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Not, obviously, what you see in movies or anything like that. But people use it today, and like now the doctors have a lot more knowledge on it, so it Mm -hmm. can actually be really beneficial.
0: Especially for people with seizures. I have like seen things about that for like seizures, and it's not necessarily called electric shock therapy, but like it's kind of the same thing. It's using electricity to kind of like fix or rewire
1: something in your brain. It's literally basically the same exact thing. Just back then, they kind of thought that it would help, maybe, but. They like a hard
0: reset is I think what they were trying to go for, but it just didn't work out Yeah, they just
1: overdid <laughs> it every single time kind of thing. Um, but it actually is really helpful nowadays. Like even Dylan knows mm-hmm. someone who's gotten it done and they said that it super helped them and mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, whatever makes you feel better, unfortunately these people probably didn't have a choice in the matter and also weren't getting the best care. Uh, and... You know, the other treatment options for the mentally ill were not much better. You know, they were still super inhumane. Uh, There were things like lobotomy, and this was normally performed in deep, dark pits. All I'm picturing is American Horror Story. Yeah, I know. I I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. It just freaks me out. And I'm assuming they probably performed these in a deep, dark pit because... screaming would just be
0: enough to trigger people.
1: Right. So you want to be as far away from people. And like we had said, the basements used to be crematoriums and a morgue. Mm -hmm. So they probably had a decent space far enough away. Very creepy. They would also isolate patients down in the basement. So trying isolation techniques, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And in the rooms that have no windows and no locks or anything, just literally a box mm-hmm. and no door handle. So they would use those for isolating patient- patients. And basically, all the treatments you see in horror movies happen here. So, like, yeah, you're exactly right. All I keep thinking of is American, American Horror, horror story. story
0: or Shutter Island. That also is like kind of gives me the same type of vibe obviously not on such a large scale because someone was not that big they just had multiple facilities but i've never seen it
1: and it sounds like i don't really want to you so. should
0: it's pretty good not uh, gonna lie
1: i'm i'm good i'll just watch the office
0: no you can be spooked uh, we'll watch it during the day
1: listen i watched a quiet place one and two this last well, why would you do with that here Dylan? So. because i didn't want to be alone and he was going to the movie theaters and like i wanted to spend time with him but he was like hey i'm gonna go watch this they were doing like a double feature of a quiet place one and two back to back in the movies mm-hmm. and he wanted to go see it and he was like hey i'm gonna go and i was like well if you're gonna go like i want to spend time with you so i guess i'm gonna go with you so Let you'd rather me... just be creeped out yes, uh, and be alone. Yeah. if That doesn't say a lot about where I'm at right now mentally. I don't know <laughs> what does.
0: So after various lawsuits and petitions for the sunlands to be closed down due to the abuse, they finally closed and were over with in 1983. But it wouldn't be until years later that they were finally demolished, which, like, actually got rid of them. Unfortunately, the thing that actually got them to tear down the main building in Orlando was a man or a kid, which you can read a whole bunch of different articles and they kind of just just know that it was a male um, that was with three friends, uh, fell down an elevator shaft and was critically injured because they were doing, you know, What boys do most is go check out abandoned hospitals and whatnot. Hooligans. Hooligans. Youths. The youths. Mr. Youths. So after this event, people were like really hard to like petition on getting rid of these buildings and like demolishing them. So in 1999, the main hospital was demolished and a park was built on top of it. Seven years later, the Sunderland facility in Tallahassee was demolished and apartments were actually built on that land. So Orlando, there was a park that was built on it. Tallahassee, you had apartments that were built on it. So before being demolished, there was a lot of time to go in and like for people, just like general people like us, to go walk around the area, document experience, and run from some of the terrifying things that have occurred in the hospitals. Um, But as we know this amount of negative energy and abuse leaves a long lasting scar for those who were killed in that facility. So you can only assume that ghosties are a part of all of this.
1: Yeah. Cause we don't just have one awful thing going on. No, This is
0: like hunt. hunt I can't even tell you how many, because yeah. they probably don't know. Cause like the record keeping also was not very good at this time. Like, I think they really wanted to keep a lot of this stuff hush hush because they were again being in charge like what was her name hold on actually in charge was like trying to like keep these things you know under wraps so of course they probably were you know excluding things from the record doing this and that but Lots of ghost stories are attached to this thing.
1: And it's also just the 1960s when this started, and it ended in the 1980s, but still. Record keeping just, like, wasn't where it's at today. Right, exactly. It just was not the best. Mm-hmm. And so you can only imagine, the deaths weren't documented, most likely. Probably not. And the deaths, probably for the tuberculosis hospitals, were not very well documented either because of how long ago that even was. That's
0: true. And with how many people that were actually dying from tuberculosis. Yeah. Like this was a pretty serious thing. Like this is It was is why a we pandemic. Have, yeah.
1: Like that was the last pandemic we had. And like we all just went through COVID and we know how even poorly documented deaths were through COVID. You yeah. know what I mean? We're still
0: going through COVID.
1: And that was just crazy in and of itself, mm-hmm. so you can't even imagine what the tuberculosis hospital deaths were like Yeah, with the lack of technology. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to start off with the spooky scary stuff I can or... go ahead and start off with okay, the spooky scary I... stuff as
0: long as I don't have to finish the spooky
1: scary well, stuff. Well I mean it's like we were just talking about Emily can't handle the
0: Emily's spooky Emily's a little stuff. spooked tonight which that's okay because <laughs> the last episode we recorded was very spooky as well and I was very spooked out so. Yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't I think I just researched this one so much that I know it so well that I know what's mm-hmm. coming so I'm anticipating the spookiness. Ooh yes. You know what I mean? We
0: love anticipating Mrs. Spooky. Yeah. So So some of like the you know general run-of-the-mill stuff that people hear like the sounds of children talking screaming which is terrifying um you can hear them running you can hear you know children asking for help and then some people even report that they were playing on the nearby playground which um apparently lots of parents surprisingly and shockingly um wouldn't let their kids play on that playground because of all that negative energy and kind of just like I don't know, heebie jeebie feeling that they would get just from that park, just of what the history was well, on that land.
1: Also, kids, as we know, are a lot closer to mm-hmm. the spiritual and like paranormal world mm-hmm. than we are. And we see it time and time again that kids whether they're more receptive to it more open to it less embarrassed by it you know whatever there's so many things Mm -hmm. we don't understand really necessarily why you know there's speculations but you know to each their own kids might be making friends with other like spirits there Mm -hmm. and there's also not just Children spirits in the area there's adult spirits too because it wasn't just kids mm-hmm. at these mental hospitals there was adults as well and the adults might have been really coherent actually they might be furious that they're stuck there you know oh, and i that- would
0: be if i were a ghost stuck on the playground where my mental hospital used to be
1: yeah so i'm sure there's probably actually a lot of like hostile energy there and, like, Mm -hmm. hostile spirits. And on top
0: of it, the basement during the tuberculosis time was used as a
1: crematory and a morgue. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, they were literally killing people there, and it's right where the playground is. (sighs) So, I...
0: I wonder who approved that. Who was like, yeah, let's just build a playground.
1: Honestly. Who? Because I have some questions, and they need answering. Mm -hmm. So those are my questions if you're the one that headed that idea just let me know
0: let me know what you think yeah let me let me know what your thought process was because I'm really trying to like figure out how we got from Looney bin to children's playground
1: so in addition to all of the spirits there was also wheelchairs moving on their own uh, cold spots doors shutting by themselves flashlights going out The lights in the building turning on and off. And these buildings were
0: abandoned for years. What do you mean the lights were turning on and off?
1: Exactly. Oh. Like, people would go in thinking, oh, you know, it's like, I have my flashlight, like, things are chill, like, you know, the lights aren't going to turn on, and then lights turn on could you imagine no and i don't want to i think i would literally just kill myself i would just die <laughs> i just die That's it. and ascend to the, honestly just snap <laughs> sl-
0: my neck just
1: done done can handle out. it i just, i like it even creeps me out just being in my house sometimes dylan will because he has everything attached to his phone, like, to turn the lights on, to turn the lights off, and stuff like that. And sometimes he'll just, like, turn the lights on or turn the lights off from his phone, and I won't hear anything. And I just see them turn on and off, and I'm like, this is it. <laughs> stabbing my neck and just killing myself. I can't do it. And so I can't even imagine being, like, one, trespassing, and two, trespassing in an abandoned, uh, yeah. haunted The people who place. end up doing
0: these, like hikes and like adventures in mm-hmm. these abandoned buildings and stuff because like I even see videos like on the internet of people like going to abandoned mansions and just like walking around and I'm like nope there's a reason why it's abandoned let's just leave it be guys let's yeah. just leave it be Obviously. but like people also talk about like hearing like loud noises on like the opposite opposite side of the the hospital of, like nope. where they're at which is not cool at At all. No. Everyone gets like a terrible feeling like in their gut, like this sense of dread. You see shadow figures, apparitions of people, and then you also see apparitions of children. No. Which I don't know what it is about apparitions of children. No. But that scares the living crap out of me. I don't know. It just really creeps me out. But people have also seen, like, orbs, and those have been, like, photographed and stuff like that. So... Nope. There's also, like, this staircase in the middle of the hospital that leads to the basement, and someone reported going into a room with... Which I don't think anyone went into the basement, by the way. I think it's, like, pretty locked up
1: at this point. So, actually, there is one No.
0: No, Emily, no. Of...
1: Um, this was the only account I could get of the basement because there was um, a group of people that did a paranormal investigation and I think they were able to go into the basement but the video is really old and YouTube actually took out the audio because it wasn't allowed for some reason so I couldn't get an, any information from that which is really upsetting uh, but also not at the same time because I was really scared but I did see another video about how they finally got down to the basement because you know random staircase and they were gonna go in but they opened the door and when they shined their flashlight in it just was pitch black like you even after shining your flashlight in could not see anything and the both of them got the worst feeling they've ever had being there and decided that it was something that needed to stay shut there and just didn't mess with it and went back upstairs and left it as it is. You look like you're about to cry.
0: I am crying. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: look like you're about to cry. Um, Um, Because oh, that's
0: terrifying. I know
1: I'm sweating so bad right now. If everyone could just feel my hands right now, they're so <laughs> if clammy. If everyone
0: could just feel my heart right now,
1: <laughs> they're so clammy. Oh my goodness, I feel like that every episode. That is
0: so creepy. Yeah,
1: like every episode we do, I'm always like, guys, my hands are so sweaty. <laughs> my hands are so sweaty. Uh, I can't handle it.
0: But oh my god, tell us about that girl. The like the two girls that ended up going into. One of, like, the the rooms with no yes. windows.
1: So there was another story where, you know, people were out and about just, like, tripping through the fun abandoned hospital, I guess, to them. I, I guess
0: it is fun for them, but you know, I, I just don't really see the appeal.
1: Not for me. Uh, I just can't.
0: It takes a lot for me to go to, like, yeah. St. Augustine. I yeah. can't even imagine, like...
1: Yeah. Ugh, no. It makes me want to throw up thinking about it. And they saw this room. Like we were talking about earlier, this entire hospital was all like windows everywhere. Mm -hmm. But there was this room that had no windows at all. And there was no door handle on the inside, only door handle on the outside.
0: So I feel like it's not a storage room if there are
1: no door handles handles on the inside. Yes. I would say it's probably more so. An isolation room of some sort. Yeah. Okay. And they just went their way in. And the door shut behind them. No. And they didn't have a flashlight on them because they were out during the day. I know. I know. And they were out during the day. They went in there. They got shut. And they literally had to feel their way to the door and then stick their fingernails in it to pry it open. And they finally did get out. But... (laughs)
0: I would not be the same person after
1: that. I don't think I could... I I just... I I think that's another situation where I would just die. Like, I don't think it would even be my choice to die. I think my soul would just leave my body and not return because it would be so angry with me doing something like that. So, you know, kudos to whoever is brave enough. This is why you always have a friend hold the door open. This is why you uh, just don't do this stuff. That too. Um, but... Kudos to whoever is brave enough because um,
0: it's not me. But thanks not for the me. stories. I really appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so I think some of the like one of the creepiest stories though that I've heard because you know I've just told a couple. So mm-hmm. I think the creepiest one that I've ever heard was that someone was going through the entire hospital like at night Why by themselves, at night? right? And the second they got. In the center of the hospital, their flashlight went out. That was it. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) And they had to find their way back. And by center of the hospital, I mean, like, on, like, the middle floor in the middle. Like, not just on the ground floor. Like, in the middle of the hospital, their flashlight went out. And they had to find a way out of the hospital.
0: I would literally just snap my neck.
1: I, just, <laughs> I, just, I think I would just <laughs> beat my head with the flashlight until I died. I think I would just literally lay on the ground and just sob and sob and sob, and then hope to God I die because I like I don't think I would physically be able to move. And the other thing about this hospital is like, y'all, it's abandoned, so Emily, it's I'm old. I'm
0: having I I'm stuck. On the guy who was in the middle of the building. Like, I'm just replaying it in my head. I'm going to have nightmares tonight.
1: But imagine trying to get out. The hospital is so old. The ground is not
0: stable yeah. you know what i mean like one wrong step yeah like, the roof be your death.
1: is caved in you know so <sighs> you can and you know florida it rains like crazy all the mm-hmm. time so with the roof caved in water damage erosion everywhere mm-hmm. that's why you know someone fell down the elevator shaft like yeah things were not
0: up to code anymore exactly <laughs> i don't think they were up to code to begin with but mm. um oh i watching this video of a spirit box episode on the grounds of the Sunland Hospital, and it was, like, super creepy. It was the one in Orlando, and there were a whole bunch of spirits that, you know, came to the box and decided to speak and whatnot, but a lot of it was just, yeah, really creepy. But if you're going there, you gotta expect at least something, you know? I just don't think that they were expecting so many spirits here to be talking amongst each other. And Which is creepy, because, like, they're not acknowledging you at all, but you're able to hear all of their conversations. No. And asking for help, and then getting angry that people were there in their space. No, not about it. So, I don't think that they had, I don't know, come to terms with what had happened. (sighs) No. Shocker. Spoiler alert, they probably didn't. So, it's just, like, that video really kind of, like, triggered me to a whole nother level, but... Morgan. Yeah, that was like the only one that I was able to really watch because all the other ones were just like super creepy. <laughs> so I was like, I um, the Emily can do that because I don't think that I'll watch this one. Emily can watch the other one. <laughs> yeah, she can find <laughs> for that, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done pretty much. But a lot of like ghost hunter shows or you know influencers and stuff like that who base their channels off of spooky stuff like that have gone to these places obviously before it was demolished yeah and you can watch tons of videos on youtube about the history of the sunland hospital you can watch tons of stuff about all the ghosty stuff so there's just tons of information out there but again you can't really like especially with paranormal stuff you Mm -hmm. can't really like dig too much into it because there's usually not a lot of information out there it's just on the accounts of the people who were there or the accounts of the people who knew the people that went there you know
1: Either here, neither here, nor there. Any everywhere. Morgan, no. Sorry. No. No. (laughs) Any accounts of anything paranormal stresses me out, terrifies me, and makes me want to throw up. So.
0: Yeah, all the stories kind of like creep me out.
1: On that note, I would love to take a shower and go cuddle with. Olivia, my best friend.
0: I hope you for, have a great time. With
1: for emotional support, so. I'm gonna
0: go meet my husband in bed, who's probably already asleep. He's so definitely asleep. I'm just gonna throw on some like Finding Nemo or something really cheery and happy mm-hmm. to fall asleep to. But don't forget to go follow us on Twitter and on Instagram because we post on there all the time. So just yeah. come see some of our good stuff on that. Um, and the handle's at Do Not Sleep Alone. So you can spell all that out. Do not sleep alone. But I hope you guys really enjoyed tonight's, you know, episode because we definitely enjoyed researching it. Um, Not really. Not really. But mm -hmm, we we enjoyed doing it for you, our listeners. Yes. So
1: I'm not going to go sleep alone. I'm not going to go sleep alone. You out there. Don't Don't sleep sleep alone. alone.